Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Now, on to the, uh, the Knights. We've got uh, Bailey Hodgson at fullback. There was one guy that I think... So, it's like someone messaged me about Sasagi, maybe? Uh, I mean... 5'8". He's pretty yeah. handy. Uh, but anyway, Hodgson, Bailey Hodgson, zero game? Yeah, he's a fullback. He's, I think he's cousin, nephew of Josh Hodgson. Matt, maybe you could have a look. He's some relation to Josh Hodgson. Hasn't played yet. Came over here last year. Had a lot of raps on him, but obviously wasn't in the first grade squad, mm. so didn't play much rugby league last year. I haven't really seen a heap of him, to be honest with you, but I know Newcastle people are fans of him. I think the next guy, Dom Young. And actually, before we get off Bailey, if something happens that there are more injuries there, Josh Hodgson is going to Parramatta next year anyway. Mm. Did Newcastle potentially reach out to Hodgson yeah, okay. during the season? Um, I mean, can you work out if it's a nephew or a cousin? Nephew. Nephew, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if Josh Hodgson ends up at... If I'm Ricky Stewart, I know who my future is. It's Tom Starling. Mm. I know Josh isn't going to be there next year. I wouldn't be surprised if Josh Hodgson does end up at Newcastle at some point mm. this year. Interesting, interesting. I mean, they could use him. He'd be could, so def- good. You could play him at seven, to be honest with you. Because could like, do much worse. Oh, like he's, if he's just playing good footy, it's, yeah. it's, it's as good as Jaden Braley. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's his best footy has like Jaden Braley hasn't put in the performances that Hodgson has. Um, so yeah, if they could get Hodgson up there this early, all of a sudden it's like, I mean, I'm still worried about the Knights, but I'm no longer like. Uh, Honestly, shit. if he was there right now, I think I would play him at halfback just for some direction. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And then what you got? Uh, Clifford at six. Clifford at six. Yeah. And then who you putting at nine? You putting? I go um, with Randall. Randall, tough bastard. Yeah. Do you consider just? Just crash coursing Kurt Mann? I think Kurt Mann will be 14. I think he will play some hooker. Do you, um, but do you consider just going, let's crash course him. You're the number nine, mate. Get, work on your passing. Work on your defence. Even though his defence is decent. Well, yep. that's, the other, that's the other problem with Kurt Mann. He's too fucking tough for his own good. Yeah, he goes too hard. <laughs> he goes way too hard for his own good. I, if you... 
if you pick Kurt Mann at nine, I guarantee you you're going to be using Chris Randall soon because yeah. Kurt Mann's going to put his fucking He'll head right and put my foot yeah. and injure himself. Yeah. Um, it's trying to give a compliment to Kurt Mann, but it's just the reality. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely. I mean, I remember I spoke to Reed Marnie on my podcast, and he's like, and I. I even said to him, I said, do you feel like sometimes you're probably doing a bit too much work? And he's like, you know what's crazy? He's like, uh, Mick Ennis came to my training session he was watching. And he just said to me, we said to the coach first, and he said to me, he said, mate, you've got to learn mm-hmm. when to do that. There's no point, you know, off a tap. Why are you trying to shot a front rower? Like, like what's the point of that? You're not going to do it. Get a big centre in there, you know, get a big boy in there or, or move someone over so that you're ready. Yeah. Um, and that's all just about experience. And, and, and the goat of that, the absolute pinnacle of smart footy is Cameron Smith. This, like, physically, he should not have been able to tackle the way he did. But everything he did was smart. Everything. Yeah. Every single step he took on that field was, was um, conserving energy at the right. Do you know what I mean? Like, there was never a... There was no excess fat in Cam Smith's game. Yeah. When he could walk, he would walk. When he, and, and it's ironic because you, you look at a Cam Smith and you go, you know, you could argue one of the toughest players ever because of being in the middle for, what, 21 years or whatever... Um, and yet, like you, you'd, you'd say, "Oh, that's taking shortcuts." You didn't, you know, you didn't try and shot this forward. But that's not what footy's about. You, you, not everyone can be Sonny Bill Williams, and not everyone can be, you know, Semi Rod Raja on the wing. Um, so you're right with a guy like Kurt Mann. You put him in that nine roll, he's probably going to make eighty tackles and fuck. Uh, McInnes is another example. Mm, too yeah. tough for his own good. He would get through way too much work, and then you know he wouldn't have as much spark in attack. Who was um, the Who was the Parramatta Eels hooker that had to retire? Um, Pritchard I'm not sure if I've ever yeah, seen a smaller yeah. guy be so t- he literally toughed his way into retiring early Nathan Peets also Peetsy, too tough yeah. for his own, own good fucked his neck um, yeah yeah it's, 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 it's a double edged sword because you want them to be tough but at the same time the king of it has to be big Dallas Johnson oh bro bro he was yeah he was tough he was tough the meaning of tough truly yeah. truly meaning of tough so Dom Young yeah, Tom Young. Is he the, he's not the tall. Yeah, big fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's got, interesting. Yeah, he's an interesting one for me. He's very raw, though. Yeah, that, my concern for, for me is like, he's physically got the attributes. You can see it. You look at him, you go far out. Like, if you want to design a modern winger, big, tall, rangy, strong bloke. Yeah. Uh, but I agree with you. The rawness of it, sometimes, you know, the errors and decision making. I think that, like, we're not giving enough credit to the fact, well, I'm not, at least, like you are the fact that there hasn't really been much reserve-grade footy in the last two years. So these guys like a Dom Young haven't had the chance to really get that right. And that's the other thing as well. Like, there wasn't much reserve-grade last year, and now the reserve-grade that's coming back... Like, mate, I've got so many mates that were playing reserve-grade who had aspirations of playing first-grade like that, that have gone, I have to get a job now. Yeah, well, I can't, like... I think it's going to have a big influence on rugby league moving forward yeah. personally. Um, but we're Dom Young... different spaces of world as well. Like, it's like you kind of, like, things focus in on what is important to you, like... Playing a bit of footy on the weekend, it you know might seem a bit selfish because you're not working those extra hours to make sure your family is, yeah. is secure in that. Like I, I think there's a fair argument that, and as much as they don't come along all that often, but your Cody Walkers, your Mark Nichols, these guys that make it when they're 26, 27, I reckon we would have lost a heap of those guys in yeah. the last 12 months. Sure. A heap of them would have had no choice but to go. I need to go and do something. Yeah, and yeah. then I mean, you can speak about it. after you retired. Could you have come back a year later and gone mm. back into the grind? It's uh, it's if you haven't played NRL yet, it'd be very tough. If you very have played tough. NRL, you know this. You know that kind of mind state. Just go. Well, I'm back in the first grade system, but to go back to reserve grade and fight Especially that if fight you got again, kids and yeah, everything, oh, to have man. a year with your kids working, like Mate. it's. Yeah. I, I think there is going to be a gap that 
not enough people are going to talk about. Uh, also, you've got all these young halves. Like Sam Walker, He that's what makes what he did so impressive last year is he didn't play rugby league the year before. Yeah, it's wild. It's absolutely wild. Like, And you've got, you got some guys that have now missed out on two years, especially your heart. We already have a halves problem in mm. rugby league. I think there's going to be a gaping hole over the next few years. But, yeah, Dom Young, body... Unbelievable! He, you know, he can handle himself. It's just teams were able to pick him apart, which they should. He's a young bloke, yeah, coming into a taped league. So, yeah, big potential though. Uh, it sort of reminds me of when Idris first burst onto the scene. Oh yeah, the great Jamal handle. Idris. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's as you said before, it's the decision making. Yep, especially that out, will come. out in the wing and centre and that. But yeah, that'll come. I, I agree with your sentiments, Simi Sasagi. Yeah, Sasagi, a lot of people, but he seems to be sort of the forgotten guy at the moment. He can play. Um, I, I think he's more of a 5'8", but he can fill in at centre. Uh, I think we'll see him at some point this year, okay. especially if they don't find a 7. Yep. I think we will see him at some point. Uh, but once again, it's going to be tough. for him. I think it's going to be tough in that team to do. Yeah. Well, at the age of times tonight. Very tough. Uh, Matty Croker. I know Matty Croker. He's a prop. He's also part of 257 Collective, which is uh, Kalen Ponger and Connor Watson. Sucks. It sucks that I haven't, you know, they haven't been continuing to release content. I, I think their content is so cool. So it's cool. It's unique. It's unique, but it's, just, it's like they talk a little bit of footy, but not really. And it's just a, a, like a, a, I just love seeing young footy players express themselves creatively yeah. Outside of rugby league. As you know, when we were coming through, that shit did not happen. Yeah, like, no way. No chance. Like, me trying to start bloking a bar while I was playing would have honestly, like, it would have, like, I, I honestly believe. You were playing your games and stuff, weren't you? But it would have been. You video, hit, yeah, like, yeah, like, you, you, video you, you games, would have you hit mean? that sort of stuff away. Yeah, were right. you? Or? Yeah, yeah, I got bullied all the time. Yeah. Like, bro, what the fuck are you doing, you weirdo? Rah, rah, like, and that's video games. Whereas yeah. now, everyone's got a Twitch, like, thing on that. But yeah, if I was to try to start bloking about when I was playing, I honestly, I could be totally wrong, but I, I feel like the senior playing group would have sat me down and been like, bro, this is a distraction. You know, why, why are you talking about rugby league? You, you shouldn't be talking about other teams. You shouldn't be talking to other players. Um, so I think it's good that we've progressed this far. Now, there's, it's a double-edged sword. Some fans feel like, oh, well, it's distraction, but also like they don't care as much because they're focused on something else. I just think that we have to move into the modern era and we have to give footy players a financial, another option for themselves, but also a creative outlet and allow them to be themselves. If they're not playing good footy, they'll, they'll get dropped and, you know what I mean? They'll make the decision. They'll make the call. Oh, this is actually affecting me. It's not affecting me. Yeah. Or if, if they don't make the call and they lose their contract, then they lose their contract. They're Gonskis. I'm, I'm sure you'll be in the same boat. Like... I'm sure you've had many conversations like this when I've had guys on my podcast, you know, after they're asking questions about podcasting and social media. Mm. And I reckon I've said to at least 10 blokes that have come on like, that are current players, you should be doing something like this. You should, you should put a microphone in front of you once a week, talk, give an actual insight into, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, I should. Yeah. Nothing. None no, of them do it. No. And I understand it. There's pressure. I get it. Yeah. But. Mate, the first guy to realise, and I thought it was KP, but they have sort of dropped off a little bit. But that's where it makes it hard, you know. Matty Croker, KP, Watson. I, I Watson see, leaves and it, it yeah. does become difficult. You're totally right. Like, I, Matt's seen me speak about it ad nauseum, but I always say to the boys, just start something and be consistent because when you retire, if you have even a shred of personality, you will have a gigantic following. We are just in the dawning years of podcasts. Like, it's like, imagine... Being in a position where you 
were aware that TV was going to be as big as it was and you were in the first few years. That's where we are right now. Like we are, you need to be aware that this is a new medium. It's, it's changed the way we live. Like we never used to be able to consume content whilst doing something else. We never used to be able to do that. It was either you sit down and you watch your TV, you sit down and you read a book or you go and do something. The, the whole stratosphere has changed and we're in this moment. Get, get the gold rush while the gold's there. It's right there. Get it. Um, I even say them all the time as well. It's like, imagine if I put it in their head like this. Imagine you own a business and someone came to you and said, let's just estimate that an NRL game total a week gets $2 million worth of advertising. Mm. That's the value of every single brand that is advertising. Imagine if you owned a business and they said to you, you can get 10 to 15 minutes of airtime every week for free. You would be like, I'm there. Like, fucking sign me up. And that's what NRL players get when they're on the field. Like, every time you're playing and the camera's on you and you're scoring tries and you're getting free ad exposure. So why not use that to build something that is substantial that you can... Make money. Anyway, I could fucking talk for hours on this shit. But Imagine if KP went all in. Imagine if he hired a full-time uh, like editor, vlogger, because he could. He's got the money to. If, if, could hire six or seven of them if he If I was to, KP yeah. or even you know a guy that was on 500K, I would hire a full-time editor and producer to follow me. I'd go to the club and I'd say, this is what's happening. Tell me what I can and can't do. They would say, you know, you're not allowed to film in the changing rooms, this, that, but they would give you the rules. And I would just be doing everything that I do normally and making him do all the work. If he did that, he would be one of the biggest athletes we've ever seen in this country. He would, he would be absolutely huge. I say it to Connor and KP all the time. Like, they are such a good pairing of – like, they could be international stars on YouTube, in my opinion. Get a big base in Australia and then grow. Like, imagine KP and Connor going, um, you know, around the world – to different surf spots and like vlogging all that kind of stuff and oh fuck again we could we could go deep into the content game if you wanted but i try to say to the boys like you know even like brian tottle and jerome law like these guys have got something about them like there's something about them that is it draws you to them so take advantage of it um look at bo ryan bo ryan like he's bo I, ryan had at like a slice of the assets that the guys have now yeah and look what he's turned it into. Absolutely. absolutely. Look at Matty Johns. Copped a heap of shit, no doubt about it. Copped yep. a heap of shit when he was doing it. But these blokes, they don't need to ring for the footy show and go, hey, I'm going to spend an hour walking down to the street talking yep. to people. Can you give me a gig? You need your fucking phone. You're on yep. it all the time anyway. Yep. And you've The first already, player to realise is going to shit in. Yeah. And you've already got a base of people that know who you are. So it's like, for example, when I quit rugby league, you know, I played a couple of years. Like, no one really knew Denning. Like, Denning Kemp was not someone that you sat there and went, oh, what's Denning Kemp doing? Like, he's a big ex-player and this, that. I was a nobody. I had no Instagram, no Facebook. So I had to build it up truly from zero. Now, there, there was, like, you know, maybe a 1,000 people that remembered me and enough to want to follow me and see what I was doing post-footy. But, like, really? No one. These guys have got, you know, 20, 30, 40, 100, 200 K followers I mean the power of that is crazy if you start providing content the money you learn from that content long term will be 10 times what you earn as an NRL player I mean like if you ever look at what um, Alex Johnson's doing at South Sydney yeah it is so simple yeah Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But it's effective and we all watch them. We all watch them. And, and it's almost like, without, if he doesn't do that content, he's just a quiet, good winger that we enjoy. But all of a sudden, we're like, Alex Johnson's funny. Yeah, he's funny. He's he makes funny content. Yeah. And, and when he puts it up, I watch it. Um, I think the average person is more likely to follow him because he does that than the best player in the game. Totally. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's such an interesting space. And I, I agree with you. I felt like Kalen was kind of like the first guy to really to get it. Um, and yeah, if I was KP, I'd be hiring someone for sure. Like someone I trust. Imagine him with a professional editor. The stuff that he could chop up. Roger started doing it when he went to Union. So yeah. Roger, now he's over in New Zealand. His brother, I think it's Johnny Tuavasa. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah, who's doing very well in that who space. Who's killing well. it? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Another perfect example. Johnny Tuavasa never played NRL. Never played NRL. He was an under twenties player. That's it. He is now bigger than most NRL players. Uh, just because he went into the content game and he was respected enough where he had been in an NRL system. So he, he had that check of approval. Um, but yeah, so, so Roger goes to New Zealand, starts putting out that kind of cool content, like I'm reposting it. Like, yep. So people are still connected to Roger now that, that are from league because he's putting the content up. Whereas if he goes there and doesn't do that, I don't put content up. And the, and the league kind of fan base remember him as one of the best fullbacks we've seen in a while, but they're not still connected to him. Um, yeah, it's an interesting conversation. If I'm Matt Croker, I'm getting in KP's ear and saying, can we? I reckon he is. I reckon he has Matt, to Because yeah, yeah, he, he seems very switched on to me too, Matt. He's and such a good addition. Honest, I, I, I didn't really know who Matt Croker was until I listened to that podcast. Yep. That's what made me go and watch him. And I don't think he's like a superstar player. He's, he, he's a meat and potatoes front row, but he's tough. And mm. you just you know what you're going to get out of him every week. And yeah, if, if, if I was as close to KP as he is... Mate, I'd be... I'd be setting up the podcast for him every fucking 100%. I'd be like, I'll do it all for you for free. Just let me sit next to you and talk. Uh, Absolutely. And the the dynamic he added to that podcast was so good. Like, those the three of them working together. Um, Yeah, I totally agree. If I'm Matt Croker, I'm just like begging, KP, please just give me an hour. Rock up this time. You sit down, you talk, you walk, that's it. You don't have to do anything. Um, Like, and, you know, take the Hello Sport Boys, for example. If two players did that every week, game changer. Uh, Don't tell me there isn't as funny guys in the NRL. There's plenty of funny guys. Like that stupidest shit happens to consistent. 100. percent And they can like take the piss out of themselves playing. And another guy that I think is actually hilarious, and and he may not know it because he's just like naturally hilarious. Two guys, sorry, Alex Twal. Mm. I would listen to an Alex Twal podcast each week. Give me a 20 minute Alex Twal podcast each week. Just whatever you're thinking, bro. Just just tell me what you're thinking. I want to know. He, is he not hilarious, man? He's so funny. Can I guess your other one? You is already it, know. Is it Woodsy? No. No? Okay. Toby Rudolph. Oh, yeah, Rudolph. Like, yeah. nah, lock her in. Toby, give me a potty. Give me a give me a 30-minute a, a podcast with Woodsy. With Woodsy. I like Woodsy, oh, too. I thought Woodsy was great on your Yeah, podcast. oh, he was, he was fantastic. He was fantastic. But Alex Twole and Toby Rudolph, like, like, Woodsy, like, he's a pro. Like, I absolutely agree. I think that he'll have a radio gig post-career, everything. But got like a guy like Rudolph and a guy like Twole, like they, these are just there's something about them that you can't really put into context. Um, so yeah, Knights. Look, probably 
Back to Knights. Yeah, back to Knights. Guns. Back to Knights. Blackboard. The concerning thing I have for Knights um, is their development really hasn't kicked on the way it should have. And I feel like it got gutted quite a bit ago and they have never recovered. When you go back and you look at like who they've actually developed, like mm-hmm. I think Latrell's from that area. Uh, I think Boyd Cordner is. Yep. Uh, Dan Gagai, is he? No, he's Queenslander. He's Queenslander. Um, but anyway, they, they've got... The, some of the people they've produced are absolutely insane, like yeah. insane, but they don't seem to be able to bring them through. Do you, do you think it's a concern? Yeah, for sure. And like when you're involved in the Harold Matts and the SG ball system, just about every team has a kid that you watch and you're like, fuck, he is tough. And they always say, oh, yeah, he's from country Newcastle. <sighs> there's so many of them that yeah. come out of there that are just tough as nails and are such good footballers, but they just don't seem to... I don't know. Like, you look back at whenever Newcastle's been successful, mm. they're homegrown talents. Yeah. It is guys that have come through that entire system. I don't – and I, I know it's easier said than done. And I know at the moment it's easier to say than it ever has been because of Penrith. Mm. But it is so hard to do. And I, you know, Mate, that, that centre of excellence that Gut School got together, like, it shows you how important those connections are to get the government funding. And obviously, I know they've got the Penrith Panthers um, – you know, Leagues Club as well, that's a massive advantage. But, like, yeah, that, that centre of excellence and the ability to be, like, to go to these young kids and these young families and go, here is a centre of excellence. This is the pathway. It's real Because some people may be sitting there going, well, of course they go and say that to people. It's one thing saying it. It's another thing going, look, like, this is how you play NRL. You come to centre of excellence, you play 16, 17, 18, we put you in the Knights gear. You know what I mean? We interact with the first grade. And may, maybe they're already doing that. Maybe they're already doing that. But I feel like Penrith have truly, truly done that, have gone like the centre of excellence, the local area of people, That's the, the aspiration is the centre of excellence. Um, and if you're still laughing about Phil Gould's five-year plan, uh, just be prepared for the next 10 years. Yeah. The team that he set up is going to bully yours. For but, but like also, like okay, so he said five-year plan, what, nine years ago? Yeah. So he's made a grand final, they made a grand final and then won a premiership in eight years. Like, oh, fuck, sorry, bro, I was three years off. And now we have, not only did we, not only did we go from a club that had zero rep players, so like some played for, you know, Samoa and Tonga and all that kind of stuff. Not only did they go from a club that did that, they've gone to a club now with multiple, To'o, Luai, Isaiah Yo, Martin, Cleary, Apikorosau. That's the most, actually, you know what, that's the most in the NRL. Does that happen? And all of those guys, does that happen if they don't have this, the, the, the plan that Gus put together? Mate, I would argue Penrith right now, there are 10 teams in this competition that I do not think can finish fifth. If Penrith finished fifth, I'd say it's almost a failure of a year. Oh, 100%. Like 100%. that is the sort of situation that they are in at the moment. Anything outside top four for me with Penrith is a bad year. Yeah. Is, is, a, is a year of like you truly did not. Now, it, let's, let's say they get a bunch of injuries then you obviously you can explain it. But I'm, I agree. I'm putting them in that position of like, right now, they're not the same as Storm and uh, Roosters because they don't have that uh, history of like all those premierships. But if I'm going to put like, let's just cut that away. Let's cut that away. And we look at like, what is their squad right now? What's their system? And what's their potential? I do now have them with the Melbourne Storm, the Roosters and Penrith. If you were 18, you're coming to the NRL, you had a contract from Penrith and Melbourne. Where do you go? You'd strongly consider Penrith. Get to stay in Sydney. Um, Nathan Cleary. Like, five years ago, it's a no-brainer. But now, you look at it and you go, like, it's a a tough, tough call. It's a tough call. 
Um, and so, yeah. I'm going to tell you, I think I'm leaning to Penrith. You're what? I think I'm leaning to Penrith. Uh, if, if, if so, Storm and, and thing are off you right now. Yeah, I think. Bell- Bellamy sitting you down, looking across the table, going, mate, we'll win premierships. I'll probably shit myself, man. <laughs> yeah. But, I, uh, mate, I, I reckon Penrith are just in for such a good five yeah. or six years. It's and it's also like they appeal to the young generation yeah. too. They're cool, they're hip. They're, they're, they're mate, de- if one of those Penrith boys, I don't want to get back on this, but if one of the Penrith boys grabbed a microphone and sat down, yeah. If Tyler and Luai and Crichton grabbed a microphone, yeah, I know, I know, it'd be so interesting. It's over. It'd be it's so done. interesting. Um, and yeah, it'd be absolutely. That they've got so much character out there. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how quickly Storm. I mean, sorry, Penrith. Um, and this is not to say like they are the same as the Roosters in Melbourne because they have. They don't have the runs on the board like Storm and that. But when you look at them in a bubble of the last two years, I, I put them in there now. Like yeah. They've gone back-to-back grand finals. They've got a generational seven. I think that's – is he going to be the greatest ever or is he even going to be top three? We don't know. But I think it's, the, it's now clear he is generational. Um, and, and people yeah. say with Penrith, oh, yeah, but they've got the best juniors. It's like, you know what, they've had the best juniors for 20 years, yeah, yeah, yeah. as have Parramatta. What about Brisbane? They've got yeah. – oh, Brisbane's had a whole state. like – the steps between having the best juniors and putting them in first grade, like that is monumental. There's so many things that can go wrong there, but also that the generally st- do go wrong. The Storm have no juniors, yeah. so it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not. It's not a one to one thing. Like just because you have the good juniors, yep. it's just not a one to one thing. Storm have literally no juniors, and yet they man- they're and the I most. I think people say, oh, yeah, but they've got the juniors, and that's it. It's like you realise that at every single game, there's 15 scouts, yeah, watching like. It's vultures. They are getting yeah. picked off. New Zealand have the whole country. Yeah, um, and there's of, still a scout from every single team that lives in New Zealand. Yeah, just in case. Just in case, and like that's a whole country of extremely talented young uh, young players. Um, yeah, so Knights. That's something I would not. I'd like to know more about. Like, what are they doing? What things are they putting in place? Like, because I can see it kind of at the Titans. I can see it at Brisbane, like as in I can see the direction. Uh, I can see it at the Doggies. We can see it at Penrith. Tigers even with Tim Sheens there. There's a bit of direction now in my opinion. Yeah. But they're also building that centre of excellence which as well, pretty yeah. sure. Um, whereas Knights, like I haven't really heard much about like what is the plan forward. I haven't heard like, you know, and, and, and maybe that's due to my ignorance. Maybe the information is out there. Um, let me know in the comments section if, if you guys are Knights fans and there are things being put in place. I sort of feel like they're just reeling from Pierce still, mm. to be honest with you, which shows how important halfbacks are. There's not many of them mm. in rugby league that you want. It's a, But, yeah, I mean, best-case scenario, Pierce would have played for another two years. I still didn't feel like there was, you know, yes, Jake Clifford's there, but Jake Clifford was dropped on their doorstep six months ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's Knights are... Uh Real if I would have said to you 18 months ago, we're relying on Jay Clifford for the yeah. Knights to be successful when he was... Well, it's, 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 it, you'd, you'd say it's poor planning. Yeah. You'd say... if you You'd said also to be me, like, how on earth has that happened? Yeah. But if you said to me, we've got Mitchell Pearce who is still playing and he's developing Clifford, I'd yeah. say that's great. Yeah. That's Different a great plan. Game. That's a great plan. Um, and Phoenix Crossland's there as well. Uh, yeah. So look, uh, I guess a good thing, let's, let's hope Bailey Hodgson turns out to be good. Um, and Sasagi has had a bit of rats about him. So, uh, but yes, that is us for the day. Uh, Guru, have you got any announcements? No, nah, all good, mate. All good. Make sure to subscribe to the Rugby League Guru on Instagram, Facebook, 
any good podcasting app, make sure to grab a case of Bloke in a Bar, the official beer of sport. The official beer of sport. And as usual, I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 